Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Kara Goodwin. Welcome to the Parenting Translator newsletter and podcast. So many parents wonder, when is the best time to make the switch from crib to a toddler bed? So first, many parents may wonder what is normal when it comes to this transition. So research finds that 37% of toddlers, 18 to 22 months, have transitioned to a bed. 66% of toddlers, 24 to 29 months, have transitioned to a bed. And 87% of toddlers, 30 to 36 months, have transitioned to a bed. Although the best time to make this transition depends on many factors, a recent study suggested there may be advantages to waiting until the child is at least three years. Um, This study found that toddlers aged 18 to 36 months who are still sleeping in a crib show an earlier bedtime, less time to fall asleep, wake up less frequently at night, sleep longer stretches at night, sleep for a longer time overall, and show decreased bedtime resistance and sleep problems. The researchers found that toddlers in a crib slept 29 minutes on average at night than toddlers in a bed. And I don't know about you, but waking up at 7 a.m. instead of 6.30 a.m. makes a big difference to me. So I really find this research compelling. However, it's important to note that when you make this transition, it also depends on your child's size. So to avoid falling out of a crib, the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that parents move children out of a crib when they are 35 inches or when the side rail is less than three quarters of their height. So how do you make this transition? So first, consider safety. Safety should always be the most important deciding factor in moving your child to a toddler bed. Does your child exceed the weight or height limit for their crib? And is your child climbing out of their crib? If so, it may be time for a toddler bed, whether you are ready for it or not. You also may want to make their toddler bed as safe as possible by using bed bumpers or putting a mattress on the floor. You also want to make sure your room and maybe even the rest of the house is baby proofed, including gates at the top of the stairs and furniture secured to walls. The American Academy of Pediatrics also recommends no pillows until the age of two and no bunk beds until the age of six, and that you keep beds away from windows or drapery or electrical cords. You may also want a video monitor or a baby gate on their door to ensure further safety. Second, consider your child's developmental level and temperament. Do they have the self-regulation abilities to stay in their bed? Will they follow the rules that you set for their toddler bed, such as coming to get you in the morning when they wake up, or will they wander the house without you? Are they really ready for all the responsibility that sleeping in a bed versus a crib brings? Three, try not to let a new baby make this decision for you. I know this is so hard. But a transition to a baby sibling is a huge change for a child. Giving up their crib at this time as well may be too many changes at once for a young child. They may also resent their baby sibling for, quote unquote, taking their crib. Instead, you might want to find an affordable or used but safe bassinet or second crib for your newborn. It may seem like an unnecessary expense, but it may be worth it in the end. Four, start talking about the big kid bed in advance. Explain exactly what the bed will look like and how it will be different from their crib. Tell them why they are moving to a toddler bed. You want to speak positively of this change, but don't overhype it. Be careful about framing it as a quote-unquote big kid privilege. Some children, particularly those with younger siblings, may not want to be a big kid, and they would rather be the baby who gets more attention. So calling it a big kid bed may be negative for them. 
make it as gradual of a transition as possible. Make the transition a little easier for you by making it more gradual. You can move their crib mattress to the floor, then replace it with a bed mattress, and finally a bed mattress on a bed frame. You also want to explain expectations very clearly. So these expectations will be different for every family, but explain in as much detail as possible what you expect them to do with their newfound freedom. It could be they must stay in their bed until an adult comes to get them or until their okay to wait clock tells them it's okay. It may be they're allowed to play in their room until an adult comes to get them. It could also be that they come and get a parent as soon as they wake up. It can also help to explain the why behind these rules. So explain what the rationale is. You also want to make a plan with them for using the potty. So if they are potty trained at night, explain what you want them to do if they have to use the the bathroom. I typically put a toddler potty by the bed because making it to the bathroom, you know, especially if they have to walk down a dark hallway can be very scary. If you want them to just go in their pull-up or diaper because that is easier for you, that is a completely valid choice. Just make sure you explain that to them. Um, You also want to keep the bedtime routine the same. So research finds that bedtime routines help children to fall asleep more quickly and have fewer nighttime awakenings. So make sure as much as possible you keep the bedtime routine the same when you move um, from a crib to a bed. You also want to keep the end of the bedtime routine the same. So if you stay with them until they fall asleep, do the same. If you check on them, keep checking on them. And if they're falling asleep independently, keep that process too. If they come out of their room, make sure you calmly lead them back to their bed. Try to be as boring as possible. Research finds that parent attention is one of the most powerful motivators of child behavior there is. So you don't want to unintentionally reward them when they come out of their bed with a big reaction, either positive or negative. If they keep coming out of their bed, try using something called a bedtime pass. So this is a a simple approach backed by research. So a bedtime pass can be a piece of paper or a token that allows your child one free trip out of their room or one free parent visit to satisfy a quick request, like getting a drink of water or one last hug. You can easily make the pass yourself or even better, make it with your child. After using the pass once, children are required to give it to their parents until the following night. Parents then tell the child that they will ignore any additional requests. If the child leaves their room after using the pass, parents gently lead the child back to their bedroom with minimal talking or eye contact. If they don't use the pass at all, they can exchange it for a reward in the morning. Research finds that the bedtime pass results in children leaving their room less frequently and calling out less frequently and for shorter periods of time. It also reduces the time it takes a child to fall asleep at night. If your child is taking forever to fall asleep in their new bed, another approach you can use that's backed by research is called bedtime feeding. So bedtime feeding means delaying bedtime until a time that they will fall asleep quickly and independently, maybe like 9 p.m., and then gradually moving bedtime up to a more optimal time. Research finds that this approach is associated with improved sleep and may be easier for some parents to implement than strict cried out procedures. It's also really important to praise them when they do a good job of sleeping in their new bed or staying in their bed. It might take a few nights, but once your child starts falling asleep and staying asleep in their bed, make sure that you notice and praise this behavior. This is a big accomplishment for your child, so make sure you acknowledge their efforts. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Parenting Translator newsletter and podcast. Listen next week for more research back tips for parents. Parenting Translator is a nonprofit organization, so all of these podcasts and the information they provide are given to you for free. If you would like to support our work, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review it. Thank you so much.